0: Tonight, we're going to get back into Proverbs, and I better get going. Proverbs 15 and um, um, 5. The Bible says, a fool despises his father's instruction, but he who receives correction is prudent. A fool despises his father's instructions, but he who receives correction is prudent. Let's pray. Father, thank you for your great grace upon our lives, your forgiveness. God, thank you that we have all sinned and come short of the glory of God, but you're the great advocate, Lord God. When we come to you, regardless, oh Lord God, regardless, you forgive, you cleanse us of all unrighteousness. God, tonight, I pray that you would help us, Lord, to live in such a way that would please you, that we would not be foolish in any of our ways, and just as Solomon was teaching those students how to walk uprightly and be a pillar in the community and and have character, and Lord, not allow themselves to act foolish or to do foolish things, I pray, oh God, you would give us the same insight I pray by your spirit in Jesus' name, and everybody said amen. Okay. Um, This week, Pastor Kevin Slack, who oversees singles ministry, uh, told me that 50% of our population in America, are uh, of the adult population, 50% is uh, single adults. Uh, I was shocked at that figure, and yet at the same time, I just thought, what an opportunity. The church has to reach those singles with the cause of Christ and find their fulfillment, first and foremost, in Christ. And then, um, it's certainly my desire, and I pray for people on a regular basis that are single, that God would send them a wonderful, godly, good uh, husband or wife. And I've tried even my hand at fixing people up um, I'm better at preaching the word than being a matchmaker. I've seldom succeeded, so I'm just going to pray and, uh, and then ask God to do his work. But if you're single here tonight and uh, uh, you're, a, you're a young lady that has a desire to maybe to get married at some point, make sure he's not a foolish person. Make sure. And there's some ways to know. All right, so we're gonna look at some of them tonight. Number one, how to spot a foolish person. How to spot a foolish person. There are several characteristics that we take from the Word of God, several right out of the book of Proverbs. So we're gonna make sure that we're not gonna be a fool and that we're gonna be able to instruct others that may be showing foolish uh, character in their life. We're gonna be able to instruct them We're not going to marry a fool, and uh, so anyway, let's look at how to spot a foolish person. Number one characteristic, well, one of the many characteristics is they are jealous and envious, jealous and envious, and that is something all of us have to get over in our life. We have to uh, rid ourselves or deal with any tendencies to jealous, I'm jealous of that person, I'm Jealous of them and and envious uh, of what they have. No, uh, we cannot go there. And a foolish person lives there. All right, a foolish person lives in a state of jealousy or envy of others. And so Paul said, "I have learned to be content in whatever state I am." Mentioning talking about whatever economic state I'm in. And uh, let me read to you a verse out of First Samuel chapter 26. I don't even think they have it on the notes, but let me read it to you. Verse uh, 21 It says, then Saul, King Saul, said to David. He was chasing after David. Uh, he wanted to kill David. David was his son-in-law. Can I say something to some of you men here? Have you ever wanted to kill your son-in-law? I hope not, all right? So, David or Saul wanted to kill his son-in-law. David and he was chasing after him to do just that. And he said to uh, David, he said, I have sinned, and my son David, for I will harm you no more. David, the poor guy, had to leave his wife, uh, Saul's daughter, and go out, live in the wilderness, caves away from uh, the people he loved, the tabernacle or the place of worship. And he says, because my life, was precious in your eyes that day. David could have killed Saul that day, but he did not do it because he honored God and he even honored the king, even though he was trying to kill him. So then he said, indeed, I have played. Here's the king. King Saul says this, I have played the fool and erred exceedingly. He was jealous of David. When David killed Goliath and all the women started singing the praises of of David and how many men he had killed and, and how fewer Saul had killed, boy, it really got under Saul's skin. So listen, there are those around you that are going to be elevated in life and you in the flesh are going to think they don't deserve that. Why did they get that? Why didn't I get that? Why are they saying that? Every one of us are going to have to deal with jealousy or envy in our life. So we understand. Uh, Solomon is writing here and saying, it is foolish to be envious of others. And everybody said? Amen. All right, number two. A fool, of course, and this is the most well-known verse. A fool denies God. Psalm 40, 14, 1 says the fool has said in his heart there is no god they are corrupt they have done abominable works there is none who does good the fool has said in his heart there is no god Um, i was saddened recently i wasn't familiar with the christian band but their lead singer came out Um, he was a pastor's son and he said "Uh, i no longer believe in god and I'm like, oh my goodness, what in the world has happened to this young man? And I don't know him, but I, I my heart went out to him because I just thought something, some uh, enemy's tactic, some lie of hell has got into his mind and he's uh, dwelt upon it and allowed it to influence him to the point he's saying that there is no God. So of course that's foolish, but the amazing thing is that God still loves him, and God's going to draw him back into into the fold, I believe, with all my heart. All of us have done foolish things, but aren't you glad God forgives us? And God forgets. Don't you wish people would have the same character trait as God? He not only forgives us of whatever, but he also forgets it. Don't you wish everybody that knows you've done something wrong would forgive you and forget it. So much so that if you started talking to them about remember when, they're like, what? No, I don't remember that. Uh, there are times as a pastor, people will come up to me and they'll say, hey, pastor, you remember? And literally, I mean, literally, I'm standing there and I'm like, no, I don't. And I, I think it's by the grace of God, it just filters out of my mind. When I see that person, I don't think of what they did, and by, by God's grace. So all of us, let's be that way, all right? Let's be the way. Anybody does anything to us, let's forgive them, and then let's forget it. And when they come to us, we say, no, i I'm, I'm forgotten that. I mean, I'm not holding. Don't even bring it up. I, that's old. It's under the blood of Jesus Christ. All right, number three, a sign or a character trait of a fool, they're immoral. Uh, Proverbs 7, 22, it says, Immediately he went after her, the the loose woman, the the married woman whose husband was away on a trip. Immediately he went after her as an ox, goes to the slaughter, or as a fool to the correction of the stocks. So a fool is led by impulse. A fool is led by uh, immorality and, and uh, it has a, uh, a hold on their lives so that they are addicted. We could even use that word. Number four, a fool chatters and has empty talk. Proverbs chapter 10 verse 8, the wise in heart will receive commands, but a prating fool will fall. But a prating fool, those who talk foolishly and tedious length about something those who just go on and on and on and on and won't shut up Uh, I don't even want you to think about somebody right now that you know they just go on and on and on and on and on and you're just like would you shut up but you're a Christian you can't say that all right well uh, if you do God will forgive you but I'm not suggesting you do number five slanders people a fool will slander people uh, which is making false statements about boy? Do we have we have a we have a serious problem with that in our country? I wish we could get back. Uh, we've never really been there as a nation, but it just seems like uh, in earlier history there were times that a man's word or a woman's word uh, maybe meant more than what it does today, and. Uh, There's too many people that are too comfortable making statements that are not true. All right, slanders people. Proverbs chapter 10, verse 18. And the Bible says, Whoever hides hatred has lying lips, and whoever spreads slander is a fool. Making, when we slander someone, we make false statements about them, they are a fool. All right, so I'm really going through these quickly. I'm knowing. I'm sorry, but number six, um, we don't want to be a fool. We want to help others not be foolish, and we certainly don't want to marry a fool. And if you're saying oh, it's too late, Pastor, I'm already married to one. Oh my God, um, uh, just pray, pray, pray. All right, and kindly help them. Tenderly help them. Don't yell at them. Tenderly help them and uh, hopefully God, you know, ask for the wisdom of God to help bring them out of that foolishness in their lives. Number six, conceited, excessively proud of themselves. A conceited person, excessively proud of themselves. Uh, Proverbs 12, 15, the way of a fool is right in his own eyes, but he who heeds counsel is wise. That's why we need godly counsel. That's why we ask others. Uh, If you're married, you always ask your wife what she thinks. And men, I know our minds, we're different. We're wired different than women are. God wired them in a wonderful, glorious, special way. And he wired us men. I don't know why we did the way he did. But there's a reason, all right? So we look at things, uh, and we're like, even in business uh, sometimes, men well this is this is what I want to do you should always consult your wife and if she says honey I don't know then that means run do not do it all right because what she is trying to convey is I've got a feeling in my intuition that you shouldn't do this and she may be so gracious that she frames it in tender words, but listen closely, men. And all the men said that are married, and all the men that are going to get married, say, I promise to do it. All right, proclaims, uh, okay, Uh, where in the world am I at? Proclaims foolishness? Uh, No, Uh, the way of a fool is right in his own eyes. Okay, Uh, number seven, proclaims foolishness. The fool proclaims foolishness. A prudent man conceals knowledge a prudent man acting with or showing care and thought for the future a prudent man conceals knowledge but the heart of a fool proclaims foolishness and they're always talking foolishness all right Uh, i've met people in my life that they are barely getting by Um, this unfortunately We'll straighten all this out on Father's Day. But unfortunately, sometimes this affects men more than women. Uh, men will be, uh, I've seen more men, I think, in the uh, past that would be like, well, one day it's going to happen. And they're looking almost like a pot of gold at the end of the rainbow. Uh, but it's like, it's just going to happen. This is going to work out. And, and, um, uh, they don't make a, they don't step forward and do what they need to do to to make happen what God wants to maybe bring into their lives, and they proclaim foolishness, and they do not act with prudence. All right, number eight. Number eight, quick-tempered. Whoa. I pray to God. See, I look out here tonight, and I see all of you, and I, I cannot perceive of anyone here being hot-headed or quick-tempered. You all look very nice from here, all right? So Proverbs 12, uh, Proverbs 14, verse 17 says this, a quick-tempered man acts foolishly, quickly-tempered, all right? And a man of wicked intentions is hated. A quick-tempered man acts foolishly, and a man of wicked intentions is hatred, or hated. Um, All of us have experienced being quick-tempered before. Um, I have been quick-tempered at times in my driving because other people don't always drive right, and so I would be uh, quick-tempered. And the other day, I was coming back from Lakeland, Alice was in her car and had gone at a different time. I was coming back. And we're on I-4, and um, a couple. I look in my rearview mirror, and here comes a car, boom, and cut into traffic. And I was, like, blowing my horn. I was, like, I was, and then here, I look up, and here comes another one. Well, I'm going to show him, too. And I blow my horn at him. And then I'm thinking, what if they slow down and wait on me? And I, I pull up there, and, and they're, like, pull out a gun, Pastor shot dead on I-4, don't know the cause, all right? So, um, but, and then I, I, as I drove on, I'm like, you know, I I got, just like that, I got upset at both of them, and because they were driving too fast, and then I thought, ooh, there have been a few times that I was in too big a hurry, and I I got into a situation, I pulled in and, and squeezed in. And Alice is sitting over there, oh, yes, oh, yes, you have. And, uh, and I thought, oh, God, hmm. Oh, Lord, I forgive those guys. Uh, uh, God, and it was almost like, Carl, you're getting quick-tempered at them. Maybe somebody got quick-tempered at you before so all of us maybe have done it well a few of you have never sinned in your life but anyway um the average person has at times gotten upset and that is something we stay away from we ask god's forgiveness we say god help me i don't want to be quick-tempered that's foolishness number nine despises parents oh my goodness ladies that are here single you better watch how he treats his mother if she's alive if uh, because chances are he's going to be treating you to some degree like he treats his mother. If he's a, you know treats his mother with you know says un- unkind thing, oh you run for your life. All right, so um, I don't care how much money he's got, what kind of great job he's run for your life. All right, uh, find somebody else. They may be ugly, but love them anyway. All right, so anyway, just don't get anybody that's going to be bad to their own mother. Proverbs. I shouldn't have said that. Anyway, there's nobody ugly. All right, Proverbs 15, 5. A fool despises his father's instruction, but he who receives correction is prudent. All right, despises parents. A fool despises his father's instruction. Number 10, will not receive correction. Oh, boy, oh, boy, is this a big one. A fool will not receive correction. Everyone, listen to me, please. I beg of you, I plead with you. Listen to me, please. Uh, all of us are going to, at times in our life, throughout our life, uh, are going to receive correction. And when we do, it is prudent upon us and and uh, uh, that we do not reject correction, but we process it, we receive it. Um, it is so true, people have a problem with correction because many reasons, maybe There's inferiority. There's already a bad self-image, and then it's like they feel pushed down. So, and yet at the same time, we need correction. We need to say, hey, uh, if you see something in my life, please, please let me know. I want to get better. I don't want to get, I don't want to stay the same. I don't want to get worse. I want to get better. And one of the ways we get better is other people helping us, correcting us, and uh, you want to, you experience this, just get married, you'll get corrected. All right, so anyway, hopefully in love. Proverbs 17:10. rebuke is more effective for a wise man than a hundred blows on a fool. All right, one rebuke to a wise man is more effective than beating a foolish person with a hundred blows. Good Lord. Number 11, always dissatisfied. A foolish person is always dissatisfied. All right, Proverbs 17, 24, wisdom is in the sight of him who has understanding, but the eyes of a fool are on the ends of the earth. They're never satisfied. And uh, God help us. Paul, I've learned to be content in whatever state I'm in. Number 12, uh, a fool is a meddler, Uh, interferes in other people's concern. That's not their concern. Proverbs 23: It is honorable for a man to stop striving, since any fool can start a quarrel. It is honorable to, for a man or a woman to stop striving. So Solomon, as he's going through these things, teaching these these students how to be people of character and not foolish and not be a meddler and not be a slanderer and Think of it in the context of an office. They they may not have had offices like us, but they had governmental offices that they would have worked out of. Jerusalem was a, a large city at that time, and great commerce, and uh, just a thriving metropolis. And so, there would have been people in government, and in civic affairs, and and taxes, and and these people were being commissioned to not fall into the trap of acting foolish on their jobs or foolish around others. And then 14, there's only 15, so I only got one more, and we're right there. We're going to start praying, all right? Number 14, he says, a fool is covetous. A fool is covetous. Luke 12, 20 and 21. But God said to him, fool, this night your soul will be required of you. Then whose will those things be which you have provided? So is he who lays up treasure for himself. Look at this verse. Everybody's read it. Everybody's probably heard a sermon or two on it. So is he, a foolish person. So is he. A fool who lays up treasure for himself and is not rich toward God Uh, I want to be rich toward God Um, one of the reasons years ago that I um, I had Christian men speaking to my life about retirement and saving and so I started practicing years and years ago on some level because the motivation was, number one, it's scriptural. Number two, you'll still be able to give uh, later on in life when your, your income levels may change dramatically. You'll still be able to give, and so saving up and storing up. But you've got to be rich toward God, the Bible says. All right, Jesus said in this particular case. All right, and then number 15, constantly debates non-essentials of life. Constantly debates. Non-essentials. The 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 lesser important things of life. Constantly debating those things, getting caught up with the non-essentials instead of what is essential in life. Proverbs 1518 it says the sacrifice of the wicked is an abomination to the Lord. The sacrifice of the wicked is an abomination to the Lord. But the prayer of the upright is his delight." In other words, a man that's wicked, that really doesn't care about uh, the essential aspect of, of loving and serving God, they're just offering a sacrifice because it's just required. And uh, the sacrifice of that is an abomination to the Lord. They, God knows they're just doing it to get it out of the way. No, but the prayer of the upright He delights in the prayer of the upright. That's the essential part, not just going through emotion, but the essential part deals with the heart and our heart love for God and devotion to him. Let's pray. Father, in the name of Jesus, I pray. I pray for all those that are watching online, wherever they are. I pray, oh, God, that you would help all of us that are watching, that are here, God, I pray for everyone in our church that all of us will heed the admonition of the Word. God, that we wouldn't be foolish. We would have the wisdom to impart that wisdom to others so they wouldn't be foolish and walk in foolishness. God, that then we would be able to discern and learn how to deal with with those uh, we have to come in contact with at some level that are foolish in so many ways, that boss that may be foolish. God, we pray for them. We ask you all, all of us, Lord, to help us realize we have keys to power to change. And we give you thanks, God, touch anyone here that may need you as Lord and Savior. May they turn to you with all their heart, soul, and mind, and strength in the name of Jesus Christ our Lord. Well. What did we just read? What did we just read? Let me read it to you again. But the prayer, but the prayer of the upright is his delight. Praise God. Pastor Jim's gonna come, you ready to pray? Uh, How many of you will agree with these guys as several of them come? You're gonna pray in agreement with them as we pray for different aspects of needs tonight. So you join us with all your heart, amen? Thank you,
1: Pastor. Church, it's always wonderful to be in God's presence. You've heard the word of God, which has increased our faith this evening. And so we're going to come before the Lord. The next several minutes, five of us are going to pray. We're going to guide you in guided prayer. Um, I'm going to encourage you to, you can stand up, you can sit down, whatever you feel comfortable doing, but we are going to go to the Lord in prayer. And let me open up with a scripture, powerful verse. And I want us to think about it as this, in this application. As we read this verse, I want us to think about our lives. We're going to talk about repentance. We're going to talk about, we're going to pray for this nation. But listen, here's the reality. We can pray for the nation. It doesn't really have any power unless we are upright and we are in a right relationship with the Lord so as we pray twofold prayer when we pray for something specific pray that same prayer for you say Lord change my life Lord let me take whatever I'm hearing through my filter of the mind I want to hear it through your mind your ears your eyes and I want to uh, live this life first with me And um, I want to challenge all of us. We're hearing words that are uh, bad words over the past uh, few weeks and years, or months, I mean. And some of these words are applied to us. I want you to do this. Everything that is spoken, everything that is uh, said to you, take it, receive it, and take it to the foot of the cross of Jesus Christ. And say, Lord, I give you this. And then, Lord, if there's anything in this word that I need to change in my life, help me to change it. So let's go to the Lord with reading this verse, and then I'll begin with prayer, and then Pastor Kevin's going to step up. If my people who are called by my name will humble themselves and pray and seek my face and turn from their wicked ways, then I will hear from heaven and will forgive their sins and will heal their land Father we come to you in the mighty name of Jesus Christ Lord we come to you with hearts that are broken we are repentant Lord we turn from our sins we turn from the wicked ways and we turn back to you Lord Father in the name of Jesus Christ if there's anything in our hearts if there's anything in our minds if there's anything in our life that is sin that is taking us away from you we repent of that we give it to you lord we bring it to your cross and we turn away and we turn back to you lord father as we turn back to you we know that your word says that as we draw near to you you will draw near to us lord your peace will come and reign in our lives your healing will come and reign in our lives. Lord, we are reconciled in relationship back to you. And so, Lord, we can go beyond ourselves and then we can have peace with others. We can be reconciled with others. Lord, we can help heal others of brokenness. Father, in the name of Jesus Christ, we lift up this nation to you. We ask, Lord, that you would heal this land that you would heal the people and the brokenness in this land. Father, we pray for peace to move across this land. And Father, for unity, we ask that you would touch us now. And Lord, start with us now in this place, in Jesus'
2: name. Hallelujah. At this time, we're going to pray for our leaders, our governmental leaders. Proverbs says that when the righteous rule the city rejoices, and that when the righteous prospers, the city rejoices. At this time, we recognize that we're not prospering as we should. We're not rejoicing. We're in a time of crisis and mourning. I'll read one scripture, and then we'll pray together. Romans 13, beginning in verse 1, says, that every soul be subject to the governing authorities for there is no authority except from god and the authorities that exist are appointed by god therefore whoever resists the authority resists the ordinance of god and those who resist will bring judgment on themselves for rulers are not a terror to do good works to good works but to evil works do you want to be unafraid of the authority do what is good and you will have praise from the same. For he is God's minister to you for good. But if you do evil, be afraid, for he does not bear the sword in vain. For he is God's minister and avenger to execute wrath on him who practices evil. Therefore, you must be subject, not only because of wrath, but also for consciousness' sake. Father, we recognize that The men and women who serve in our government are God's ministers for us to do good. Lord, it is incumbent upon them this great responsibility to do good, to walk in righteousness and to rule with righteousness, that the people would rejoice in their rulership and in their ministry. And so, Father, we ask that you would help those that are in authority to call on you to be filled by your spirit, to call on the name of Jesus, that just as we have, our hearts have been changed, that their hearts would be changed, that, Lord God, they could indeed be the kind of minister here on earth that you would want them to be, so that it would be easy for us to be subject to them. And whether they are wicked or unrighteous, whether righteous or good, your word instructs us to be subject to them. Father, specifically, we pray for our federal government, our state government, our local government. We pray for our president, Donald Trump. Lord, we ask for your anointing to be upon him. Lord, we pray that you would give him wisdom, that you would give him strength, that you would bless him, Lord God, that you would put godly men and women around him to give him godly counsel. I pray, Lord, that you would help him to walk in good character, help him to walk in integrity. Help them to make the right decisions, the kind of decisions that honor you, that honor your word. Lord, we pray for Mike Pence, our vice president. We pray the same for him, that your anointing would be upon him. We pray for the cabinet members and all of the federal agencies, Lord God, that, Lord, throughout the entire executive branch, that you would bless them, Lord God, that you would put the right people there. And if there be anyone at the table that shouldn't be there, we ask that you would remove them in the name of Jesus. We pray for our legislative branch, for the House of Representatives, and for the Senate. We pray for our judicial branch. We pray for the Supreme Court justices and all the federal district judges and all the judges throughout the federal government. Father, we pray for our state government. We pray for the Ron DeSantis, our governor. We pray your anointing be upon him. May you continue to give him wisdom and strength for the hour. Lord, we pray for all of those in the executive and legislative and judicial branches there at the state level. Lord, we thank you for our local mayor of the county and the city and all the officials. We thank you for the police, fire, and FBI, CIA, and all of these, Lord God. May your blessing and your security, your protection be upon every single one of them. In Jesus' name, amen. Hallelujah, hallelujah.
3: Press on in prayer a little more. Hallelujah, Jesus. We need you, King. We need you, King, Lord. Have mercy on our nation. Have mercy on our nation. Lord, create in me, David said, a clean heart, oh God. And renew a right spirit within me. Search us, King. Search us, King. And if there's anything within us that does not please you, remove it. We do not want it cleanse us father with your blood and cover this nation with your grace father we lift up the businesses father the local businesses here in the city lord so many have been affected father by this pandemic and they've been so tight economically there's been so many restrictions and situations hindering lord our progress and prosperity lord it's been a rough three months I just ask you for mercy Lord for those who own businesses even here at Faith Assembly Father I ask your hand to be upon those business owners your hand to be upon those families that are trying to make it Father God I recognize that when the plagues came father in Egypt there was a section Lord of Goshen that was untouched unharmed by the plagues of Egypt I pray, Lord, that the people of God would be Goshen, where no matter what's going out there, we will be untouched, unharmed, protected, blessed, and provided for for by the King of Kings and Lord of Lords. Despite what may be going out there, Lord, have mercy on our businesses. Have mercy, Lord. Prosper. Prosper business uh, owners, people who are trying, Lord, to open up. I pray this uh, normalcy would actually become uh, just open and real again. So... The economy can flow, Lord. Have mercy on our nation. Have mercy also, Father, on our children. Look at how this has impacted, Father, also our education system. Lord, look at the teachers and the children. Many of them struggling. Even uh, the teachers and parents not even knowing what to say to the little ones who are asking what is going on. Lord, have mercy, have mercy of our children, have mercy of our youth. I pray the mind of Christ. I speak the mind of Christ. I speak peace in the homes. And I speak, Father, just to also a soon return to normal in our education system so that, Lord, kids can not be affected, Father. I pray that the, 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 we would be humble before you, that we would learn during this season to trust you to serve you, that as families, we would rise up with righteousness and the truth of the Word of God and just teach our children and speak, Lord, what is right, what is well. And even these uh, uh, recent, Lord, protests and unrest, I pray that we would be able, Lord, to just always speak the Word of God and the truth of God in our homes. Lord, that God would be the truth and every man a liar. At the end of the day, Lord, we pray that the truth of the Word of God would shine forth and am going rise up in our education system, Father. We thank you. We humble ourselves before you. We trust you. We need you. We depend on you. Guard our hearts. Guard our minds. Guard our emotions. As pastor was saying, let us continue to be led by the Spirit of God in everything we do. In the businesses that we work or serve with. And in the education system, Father, we pray in the name of the Lord. Hallelujah. Hallelujah
4: praise God glory to Jesus let us continue to pray for the church and for families the Bible says in first Peter chapter 2 verse 9 and 10 but you are a chosen generation a royal priesthood a holy nation his own special people you may proclaim, so that you may proclaim the praises of him who called you out of darkness into his marvelous light who were once not a people, but you are now the people of God who have not obtained mercy, but now have attained mercy. We are the church of Jesus, not because we enter a building, but because we have a relationship with the Savior. So, Heavenly Father, we as your church, we come before you We humble ourselves, Father God, knowing that you, you, Father God, are the one that we seek and the one that this world needs. Lord, let us be a light in the midst of darkness. Let us be a light in our city. Use us, Father God. Encourage us, Father God, to go forward, Lord, as in the day of Pentecost when you poured out your Spirit upon us so that we may be witnesses to the land all over the world, Lord. Father God, we are your church, not because of this building. We are your church because of Your the salvation that you have given us. You have called us out of darkness. You have called us to be your people. Allow us, Father God, to shine, to shine in this world, Lord, that this world can see hope in the midst of, of disaster, that this world may see joy in the midst of hurting through us, God, that we, as we love one another, that they may know that you love them as well, that your church be a place of refuge, a place, Father God, where they can receive hope and salvation. Let your church, Father God, go beyond these walls and into our neighborhoods and into our cities and into the world, God, to share your love. Enable us, Father God, to be your hands and your feet so that when the world looks at the church, they do not see a building, they do not see a religion, but that they see your face, God. That they see your love for them through us in Jesus' name. We pray for the family, Lord God. We pray, Father God, that you have called us, even before being a church, you've called us to be a family, even from the Garden of Eden, to be a unity, to be a family, Father God, to to show and to share your love among one another. I pray for every family, Lord God, that regardless of our situation, regardless of our circumstances, God, that your love, Father God, your presence, God, be among every family of our church, Lord, that you, Father God, supply all of their needs according to your riches in Christ Jesus. As the Apostle Paul prayed and he said that for this reason we bow our knees to you, O God, from whom the whole family in heaven and earth is named, that you would grant every family according to the riches of your glory, God, to be strengthened in the might of your Holy Spirit, that Christ would dwell in our hearts and that every family member Through faith that they being rooted and grounded in love may be able to comprehend what is the width and the length and the depth and the height to know the love of Christ that passes all knowledge that they may be filled with the fullness of God to know you Lord who can do abundantly and above all that we could ever ask to your glory God in Jesus Christ we pray that your name be glorified among the family Lord and that you, Father God, unite families for your glory and honor in Jesus' name.
5: Psalms 85, verses 6 and 7 says, Will you not revive us again, that your people may rejoice in you? Show us your unfailing love, Lord, and grant us your salvation isaiah 57 15 for thus says the one who is high and lifted up who inhabits eternity whose name is holy i dwell in the high and holy place and also with him who is of a contrite and lowly spirit to revive the spirit of the lowly and to revive the heart of the contrite god we come to you tonight humble We come tonight Lord God with contriteness of heart Lord seeking you knowing that you are our source and that there is no source that can satisfy and supply like you in times like these or in any time and God we come to you humbly Lord God but boldly as your sons and daughters asking that you would fulfill the promise of your word that God you would pour out your spirit upon all flesh and that God there would be revival in this nation that there would be revival in your body that there will be revival in the hearts of those who are lowly and broken and contrite that Lord God those that have found themselves in a broken place would find themselves restored that those that God have found themselves in a place where death has crept into their lives would find themselves living again God we are a people that believe that dry bones can live again we are a people that believe that broken hearts can be mended we are a people that believe that the lost can be found we are a people who believe that people with hatred in their hearts can be turned around and can serve you with love in their hearts God we are a people who believe that division doesn't have to last forever but that by the Spirit of God that which is divided can come back together we are a people who believe that the answer that the answer to a lost and dying world is a living Savior named Jesus Christ and that his spirit is a spirit that can empower us to be a light Lord God to a dark and dying world we are people who believe that if you revive us we shall be revived that if you call us to live we shall live that if you call us to power we shall have power that if you call us Lord God to authority we shall have authority and that that authority will be to establish your kingdom a kingdom where you reign and where hatred doesn't reign a kingdom where you reign and where sickness cannot reign a kingdom where you reign and where division cannot reign a kingdom where you reign and evil cannot reign a kingdom where you reign and and the darkness this cannot rain. We thank you for... And we pray, God, your revival, your spirit to well upon us inside the hearts and inside the minds and bodies of your people, God, that we might act with the power that you've given us, the power to speak to broken places, the power, God, to speak to hurting places, the power, Lord God, to speak to dead places and see life, Lord God, and see healing, Lord God, and see deliverance, God, and see salvation and see love well up and see hope, God, in the mighty name of Jesus Christ. Yes, your name is the name above every name. Yes, your spirit still has power. Yes, your blood still has power. And God, we claim every bit of every promise in your word that your church is your church and that the gates of hell shall not prevail against it, but that God, your spirit is being poured out, Lord God, like never before, that there will be a great awakening, Lord, in this nation and the nations around the world, that we would know a Savior, Lord God; that we would know a Savior, Lord God; that we would know a Savior, Lord God; and that we would be saved from ourselves; that we would be saved from our systems; that we would be saved from our uh, our 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 evil, Lord God; and walk in Your light. In the name of Jesus Christ, revive us. Revive us. Revive us, God. Revive us. Revive us, God. And don't revive us, God, for us. Revive us, God, that we might be your mouthpieces, that we might be your hands and your feet, that we might be your light, God, to a world that needs to know you and see your kingdom established. We yield ourselves to you, God, that you might pour out your spirit and be glorified in us in Jesus' name. Somebody who agrees tonight, won't you say amen? Amen, amen. Amen. I'm going to invite you to church in, in this room. I'm going to invite you to stand and if you're at home let's pay close attention to this moment here you may have come in this room tonight you might be watching online tonight and and through all of this we know that the Holy Spirit has been moving and he may be touching your heart right now saying you know what you should come closer I do love you I do have good in store for you And there may be some that are watching right now, that are here right now, that do feel broken and do feel hurting, do feel lost. Jesus came that the lost would be found. Jesus came that the broken might be mended. Jesus came and he wants to be a part of your life. If today you want to accept Jesus Christ in your heart, we want you to have that opportunity If today you want to say, you know what, I've been far away from God. I haven't been walking with him like I should and I want to to draw closer to him. We want to give you that opportunity tonight. So as we close this evening, if you wouldn't mind just bowing your head closing your eyes one more time, no matter where you are. If that's you and and you say, you know what, I need Jesus in my life. I've never given my life to him. I just want you to lift your hand over your head and And even if you're at home, you can lift your hand over your head. God sees you. And if you're one that says, you know what, I need to come closer to God. I'm I'm, I'm further away than I want to be. I'm further away than I need to be. I'm not not in tune with what he's doing in my life. I'm I'm not living for Christ, and I I know I need to be. If that's you tonight and and you want to rededicate your life to the Lord, why don't you just lift your hand right where you are? You have that opportunity as well. Each and every one of you, if you wouldn't mind, just repeating these words after me. If you, made, if you lifted your hand, this is for you, but we're all going to say it together, also rededicating ourselves to the Lord. Would you repeat these words? Say, King Jesus, I love you. I thank you for coming to the earth and living a blameless life and dying on the cross for me. I know your plans for my life are good. And what you did was to save me. And so I accept your gift. And I ask you to come into my heart. Be my Lord and Savior. And help me to live the life that you came to give me. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen.